Hey, hey, everybody. Terrence Brunner, CEO of Invictus Real Estate Group. Like always, I say my title so that I sound fancy and impressive. Today, we're going to talk about the eviction process, why you shouldn't be afraid of it, and why I can guarantee you that it will most surely happen to you. And also, why it may never happen to you. Stay tuned. So today we're going to talk about, if you can hear my car a little bit, I'm recording as, uh, as I'm driving here. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to just get some information out as we've had a chance to talk to quite a few folks this week. And our company currently is renovating, I don't know, somewhere around 100 houses, maybe less than that now because we've sold some and finished some. Um, a lot of houses. We'll do 1,000 houses this year. So anyways, I share that with you to give you an understanding that this we have some experience in this. And not not to say that we know everything, because we most certainly don't. I think that's dangerous just when you think you know everything. The world reminds you that you do not. Uh, but one of the things that we hear over and over and over again from investors, first-time investors really, is they have this fear about the eviction process. They have this idea in their head that they'd like to own real estate with ever, out, without ever having the potential of an eviction. Okay, And I can tell you, that the surest way that you can make sure that your um, chances of having to do an eviction drop drastically is don't buy very much real estate, okay? The caveat to that, the, the flip side of that, the downside to that is that if you don't buy very much real estate, I want you to think about this. How, what else, what other vehicle are you going to use to move your family's financial life forward? See, there's one thing I know that real estate does is you continue to stack cash flow. You continue to buy back your time and you buy back your freedom. You buy, you buy the ability to choose what to do with your time versus many people, you know, us having to, you know, do things with our time that we may not want to do, right? And so what starts to happen is you continue to start to stack your cash flows. You get to make those choices. Whereas right now you wake up and you go do whatever you do for work what I call your active income, whatever you do for your active income, your earned income, is uh, maybe not something that you'd like to spend 40, 50, 60 hours a week doing. But if you had some passive income coming in, you would choose to maybe work 20 or 30 hours a week. Some of you, your goal is, man, if I could get this to where my passive income was replacing my active income, I would stop what I'm currently doing for a living in its entirety. So whatever your goal is, I want you to understand that buying one, two, or three rental properties is not going to make this big life-altering change, okay? What it will do is you'll start to see, you know, whether you purchase cash and all of a sudden you're like, well, I've got a couple thousand bucks coming in, okay? If a couple thousand dollars you can live on that, then we've got to talk about raising the bar maybe on on what it is that you want and, and maybe you're just you want to live simple and i'm not i'm not gonna you know beat against you on that um, but my point is is generally if you're going to finance properties two three properties is going to generate maybe five six thousand dollars a year five hundred dollars a month net okay again i can't guarantee you that those will be your numbers that's just what i see okay so if you've got five hundred dollars a month coming in from your passive income does that start to change your life a little bit? Yeah, you're, you know, it may pay a car payment or two, 
Uh, it could be some extra side money where you can uh, now go out to dinner more. You may just save it, right? If you're really committed to this process, you're just going to allow that to compound and work for you. Okay. My point with this is, is I can guarantee you that you won't, that I can't guarantee you, but that the likelihood that you're going to have evictions are going to drop drastically if you never get big. Okay. If your real estate portfolio never really grows because at two or three properties, you may never have an eviction for 10 years. Okay. Again, you could have one your first year just because something crazy happens. Okay. But the likelihood of you having an eviction when you've got two or three properties is a lot less than when you have a hundred or when you have 20 or when you have 10. Okay. It's just simple math. So as you commit to growing your portfolio, I want you to understand that it is not a matter of if you will have an eviction. It's just a matter of when. Now, why do I not care about an eviction? It's not that I don't care. First of all, I do care. We want the property cash flowing all the time. The highest probability for success uh, is always what's in the best interest of everybody. Okay. However, you get a tenant, they qualify, they look good, they smile good, they smell good. And guess what? They stop paying their rent six months in, 16 months in, 26 months in, doesn't matter when. And you have to evict them. Okay. One, if you've been running this like a business, which you should, okay, so for those of you that haven't purchased the real estate inside of a retirement plan, but you have structured it like a business, you've got it all in an LLC, being taxes and S corporation. Again, I'm not giving you tax advice. You need to seek your tax professional, okay? Um, but as you're running this as a business and you have to uh, spend whatever you have to spend on an eviction. Now I can tell you some people, they, they can end up spending a thousand bucks to do an eviction. Okay. Between, and when I say that, because you've got turn costs and then you've got the attorney costs and anyways, there's all kinds of things. Our process and why we bring everything in house is we can do an eviction for under $200. Now is under $200 still ideal? No, it's not because we, again, we don't want an eviction. We just understand that that's part of owning real estate. Sometimes that, that happens. Okay. Uh, I can tell you at any given time, we have 1% of our properties that are, that are under some type of eviction process. Okay. It's just going to happen. Um, just part of it, part of the deal. Okay. So what's going to happen when you spend that $200, if you've structured your real estate portfolio correctly, is that's going to be an expense. So that $200, you're going to get to deduct as an expense of running the, uh, running the business. Now, do you still have to write the check? Yes, you still have to write the check. But who cares if you got to write a $200 check? Most of the time, like, you know, if you own properties with us, we just take it out of the rent as soon as we get it, the, a new tenant back in the property. So we're not even going to ask you to cut a check up front. Some companies will, whatever the case is, you can work that out. But if you've got to spend $200, you get to deduct that as expense. What does that mean? You're really just moving money from your right pocket to your left pocket. See, if you're going to build a real estate portfolio, you have to start thinking like a business owner. A great book that will help you shift that mindset. It's the, I'd say probably the one of the biggest things that people struggle with when I work with W2 employees is having that mindset because it's not what they show up to every day. It's just not a part of who they are in their environment because they're an employee. Okay. 
but you've got to think like a business owner. Okay, and, and you've got to, again, you've got to structure your portfolio like a business owner. Structure your real estate like a business owner, which means you again you cut that two hundred dollar check, it becomes an expense. You get to deduct that against you know, again, it's an operating expense. Okay. Um, so a, a book that I suggest you read. There's one called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. There's one that um, I like even more that talks about the difference between an employee and a business owner is Cash Flow Quadrants by Robert Robert Kiyosaki. Okay, that book changed my life. It talks about the difference between looking through the lens as an employee right? And that mindset versus a business owner. And understand that as you build your real estate portfolio, you may be working a W-2 job while having to operate and think like a business owner. Okay. And we, we walk all of our clients through that entire process so that they understand how to set everything up and how all that works. Okay. But if you've bought real estate and you're doing it on your own, then you've got to look at other resources for that. Even if you are going to do it with us, I still recommend you read the book. But if you're going to go out, find your own deals and all of that, then that's a must read. Okay. So I opened this podcast and said, how do I know you're going to have evictions? And how do I know you're going to have the likelihood of not having evictions or very few? Here's the difference. Okay. One, the first person is committed to growing massive passive income through cash flowing real estate. Okay. That person is going to experience more evictions over the course of their life than the person who obviously never grows a massive passive income. Right. And what do I really mean? Let's cut to the chase. A guy who owns a hundred properties, he's going to have a whole lot different experience than the guy who owns three. Okay. But that guy who owns 100 also has 100 different streams of income coming in. You think about what your life would look like if you had 100 different streams of income. What if you had five streams of income because you had five properties, seven properties, 10 properties, 20 properties, okay? What would start to look different in your life if you had that many streams of income coming in, okay? Each additional home then becomes another source of income and you're just that much more bulletproof, okay? What if you had four or 5,000 bucks a month coming in and you lost your job and it was a six figure a year job, okay? How would that feel to know, man, okay, I'm not making six figures anymore, but I got four or 5,000 bucks a month coming in and I've got three or four months in savings because if you're listening to us and what we say, we're going to tell you have at least 90 days in savings. First goal is to get 30 days in savings. I love what Dave Ramsey said. He says, you know, first goal, get a thousand bucks saved. Then, then go to 30 days, then go to 90 days, right? And have 90 days of savings, you know? Um, so if you have that and you've got another four or 5,000 bucks a month coming in, what kind of position are you in now? You're in a position to, uh, Take some time and rationally think about what your next move is. Now, can you sit around and do nothing for a long period of time? No, and don't do that. However, you're going to be in a position where now you have some options. You're not just going to have to run out and take the next job right away, okay? And you'll have some reoccurring income. You will have provided yourself an opportunity to look at what the next step in your life's going to be and what will make you happy, okay? And find a place where you're going to be happy. So the difference between the person that has evictions and the person that doesn't 
is simply your the person that does is going to own more real estate. You got a hundred properties, you're going to have several evictions, many evictions in some cases over the course of your real estate career. You own enough real estate long enough, okay, and you own enough of it, you're going to have all kinds of experiences, okay. You'll have uh, any, anything you can imagine. Uh, my next podcast, maybe I'll do some tenant stories, give you guys an idea of tenants that smiled right, smelled right, looked right, and then uh, when we went, even did some check-ins on their home, but then when we went to do a tenant turnover, they had, uh, you know, some dead rats that they had as pets in their basement, right? I mean, you name it, uh, we have experienced it. So my encouragement to you is, is make a commitment to creating massive passive income that will allow you to tap into and touch the goals and dreams that you have for your family financially so that you can buy the time to do the things that you want to do, okay? Maybe you're a dentist, and again, this is about replacing a three, four, five hundred dollars $500,000 a year income, okay? What would it look like if all of a sudden you're in a position where you only had to do that for 20 hours a week and you could spend the rest of your time doing other things, okay? If that's important to you, Okay, I, you know, let's commit you and get you going. We would love to be that resource. We'd love to help you. Reach out to my team. You can go 